What if I told you it only takes a minute to change your life? And a setback is a setup for a comeback. Buckle on up as you are about to hear from the Speaker's Hall of Fame author of these two classics. Welcome to the Motivation Show podcast, where we interview remarkable world-class experts that help bring out the greatness within you. Top book authors, super successful business people, and outstanding special guests that will motivate and inspire you with their incredible, uplifting stories and life-changing tips and strategies. Our goal is your success. If you desire more out of life, you've dialed into the right show. So fasten your seatbelts, friends, and let's get ready for some high-octane motivation. Now, your host, the mayor of motivation, Eli Marcus. Our guest on The Motivation Show today is an author, radio host, singer, and media personality. He is best known for his motivational, best-selling book, It Only Takes a Minute to Change Your Life, which I read about 20-something years ago. In 1999, he was named as one of the outstanding five speakers in the world from Toastmasters International. And he was also inducted into 2012 Speakers Hall of Fame. And I have to tell you something, this is a man who has inspired me for a few decades. I've read not only one of his books, I've read two of his books. We're gonna get into that other book as well. So it gives me great pleasure to introduce my C-suite radio colleague, Willie Jolly. How are you, Eli? It's good to be with you. And uh, thank you for having me and greetings to all your listeners. And all of those who know me know I always start the same way you mentioned that it only takes a minute to change your life. That was born out of a poem that I have been sharing with people for the last 30 years. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. So I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you and to reconnect with you after all of these years, and then to greet and meet many new folks who are listening to this podcast. Willie, you have to change that into a rap song because that can be a bestseller right there. I, I, I like that, man. man. <laughs> that, that'll get the juices and the endorphins flowing, you know, right there. Yeah, put, put a little music to that, and I'm telling you, Willie. Actually, uh, Eli, uh, some years ago, you know, my background is I was a musician before I became a, yep. a speaker, and I did a music product to go with my It Only Takes a Minute to Change Your Life book. And if people go to winwithwilly.com, they can actually hear some of the music we created. I have a new song. My friend Les Brown has really made it very popular by promoting it globally to his list. And a lot of the other speakers who are my friends, it's called We'll Get Through This. And it's to help people through this challenging, difficult time. So we've done some music with it only takes a minute to change your life. And it was, a, a, I sang on it, but I, I like the idea now redoing it in a rap version. <laughs> that <laughs> hey, would be great. Uh, you know, a little royalty there, really. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so look, uh, I'd like to know, you have this infectious personality. Was it always like this? What was it like growing up in the early days as Willie Jolly? Well, 
That's a great question. Wow. The, the first thing I would say it was like, it was like being a topsy-turvy. You know those topsy-turvy toys oh, that yeah. used to, that was me. I was a, I was always got something going on as a kid. I got one thing. See, really in reality, I'll tell the truth is that I'm ADD. I, I, my wife, she always tell me, and I, I've, I've accepted it. I, you know, you, I'm ADD and I got all this creativity in me and all these ideas. So I was always bouncing from one thing to another, like a pinball machine, bouncing, bouncing. And so I was always energetic, always excited about life and always looking uh, at life with a, with a, 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 a kid-like enthusiasm. Now, the difference was, it wasn't until I started self-development, started reading positive books that I was able to change my mindset from just someone who was aimlessly bouncing around and using that ADD inside of me to not do anything specific, just bouncing until I was able to focus it. You know, I like to tell people in my, uh, I, do, I teach often um, people how to become speakers. We have a speaking program. And I tell people one of the keys to being a successful speaker is understanding that there are going to be butterflies. People say, I have butterflies when I speak. I say, that's okay. It's good. You're going to have butterflies. That's natural. And that's a good thing. It's like an endorphin. It's that nervous energy inside of you. The difference is that once I finish working with you, those butterflies won't be flying like a, a crazy canaphathy of, of activity. They'll start to fly information. And that's what I want them to do. So I learned by self-development to, to channel all my creativity, my energy, my uh, ADD, the fact that I'm, I'm thinking all these new ideas and I've got new things I want to do and, and I want to pursue. But rather than them being scattered and all over the place, they are in formation. I call it intentional congruence of multiple assets. So we're getting them all to be intentionally congruent, even though there are lots of different places. So I've got speaking, I've got daily radio. I'm in 50 markets a day on Radio One Network. I got weekly radio on Sirius XM with my uh, Sirius XM show. Then I've got that goes to podcasts on iHeart and C-Suite. And then I've got the books uh, that we are constantly putting out. And then uh, live performances during other times in pandemics. But even during these times, we are finding ways to give people some, some inspiration, entertainment, and education. So I've got a lot of stuff going on all at the same time, but now it's all intentionally congruent rather than just scattered. Yeah, I think uh, people today are in overwhelm. You know, there, you have uh, this uh, monster uh, COVID out there. And uh, it's changed a lot. People can't get in front of other people uh, and they feel they need to learn so much. And sometimes they back away because it's so intimidating. Can you speak to that right. a little bit? Speak to overwhelm and how to handle that. Overwhelm is a real reality in particular now, particularly in these challenging, changing, difficult times. Overwhelm is a real deal. So you've got to find some balance. Now, how do you find balance in times of overwhelm? Well, I have set up systems so that I have conditioned my brain so it won't get overwhelmed. And particularly, I have times and places where I am 
unplug. Okay, I am unplugged from the overwhelm. So one, I, I take off one day a week, every week. I don't work. I don't go in my office. I will not come in my office on Sundays. That's my family time. That's time to re renew time. I might take a nap in the afternoon, watch a ball game. Who knows what? I might work in upstairs in my, my family room. I might work on a book or something that I've been wanting to work on while, while I'm watching a ball game. But I don't go in my office because there's a certain energy when I'm here in my office that I want to be focused on doing some work. I don't come in here. Second, I don't take work to my bedroom. I don't take work to my bedroom. So uh, that's off limits. Now we have a, we have a, I'm blessed with a beautiful home here in Washington, DC that uh, was built in 1912. And we bought it about 30 years ago. We've renovated it a number of times and built an office where our staff can come in. We built a, a recording studio, a TV studio, uh, all in this, but there are different floors. There are four floors. Uh, Lowest level is our office space where our staff and everybody work. First level is our, our kitchen, dining, and training area. We have our seminars here. Third area, though, and the fourth area is my recording studio. But the fourth, third area is my residential level. That residential level, I don't work on that residential level. So when I go there, my body, my mind knows this is where you come for relaxation and rest and renew. So those things help overwhelm. And the, and the last thing is, is that prioritize. I realized, Eli, that life has a lot of balls that you must juggle. Oh, yeah. And, and you can juggle those balls. You've got, you've got business. You've got community. You've got, maybe you've got a church activity. Maybe you've got uh, your social groups. Uh, maybe you've got friends. A lot of balls you, you, you're juggling. Now, here's what I like to tell people. All the balls are rubber, except one. That's your family. And so that's fragile crystal, glass. So of all the balls you're juggling, juggling keep your main eye mainly on that crystal glass. I love that, yeah. So uh, I, I, I make sure that's my priority. Uh, unless I'm on a on a stage giving a speech, or on a radio show or TV interview like this, if one of my kids calls me, I take the call. Even if I'm in a meeting, it could be a very. If one of my kids calls me, I take the call, and I say to whoever I'm meeting with, "Give me a second. This is this is priority to me." So unless I'm doing something where I can't take the call physically or on a plane, then I take the call. They are priority. And so I've set my priorities, God first in my life, my family second in my life, my friends third in my life, and my business activities next. And I don't take them out of that priority. And as long as I've done that, it's been able to handle the overwhelm because there's a lot of stuff coming at us all day long. There, there are situations, circumstances, but I made a decision that I was going to prioritize. And I've kept that decision for well, probably close to 30 years. And it has worked very well to keep me grounded and from getting overwhelmed by the circumstances and situation we, we face in life. Well, that, that's a great answer. Uh, you know, what's fascinating is that you place work forth, yet you've accomplished more than most people uh, accomplish. Not too many people have all the things going on that you have. But 
because you've made it that way and because you have the other three in front, you probably have been able to empower your business so much better because of that order. Is that saying it correct? I think you're right on. Um, I think you're absolutely right on that. One of the things, I think one of the secrets to my success is that I have been able to focus because of the fact that this is in priority that I am able, when I'm doing what I do for business, that I'm focused on that. Even with my ADD, I'm focused. If I got to get a book out, I'm focused. Okay, I got a deadline. I got to make this. And I write goals. I write goals to keep me focused. Okay, I got a lot of stuff I'm doing. What is it I got to do? Today, you're my focus. Okay, you're my focus. I've got a TV show I've got to uh, record after that. That'll be my focus. Yesterday, I was recording my XM show. For that time, I was focused and I edited it. The day before that, I was doing my daily radio show. Now, remember, all of this happens right from here. I haven't been out of my house except to go for a walk or go for a bike ride or go to a grocery store or a store. I don't go out of my house because I, I made up my mind that uh, I want to get to the other side of this uh, pandemic. Okay, <laughs> my goal. Pretty, pretty good goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to get to the other side of this. So uh, I, I stay here and I do the work here, but I focus it. And when I do, it gives me added energy. You're right. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, you in your classic book, it, it only takes a minute to change your life. Uh, you actually uh, had a very interesting thing that you said. And you said that Donald Trump has no more time than my friend Bobby, who washes windows at the local gas station. Now, that was more than 20 years ago not knowing yep. where Donald Trump would end up and what Isn't he'd end up being. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yes. Yep. So you're pretty prophetic there and even mentioning Donald Trump. Tell us a little bit about that philosophy about how uh, one of the richest guys who became president of the United States uh, has no more advantage in a sense that he's got the same minute as Bobby. You know, in, that, in that book, I talk about of all the assets that you have to work with, the most important or the assets you have, that's not even the work with, the assets you have, the most important is your time. Because I know something about everybody who's listening to this podcast, who's watching or connects with us, everybody can make more money. Everybody. But not one person can make more time. You got 24 hours a day, 1,440 minutes per day. So you all, we all have the same amount of time. I don't care whether you Warren Buffett, Donald Trump, uh, whoever, you got the exact same amount of, now what are you gonna do with that time? Are you gonna spend your time with life of making or are you gonna spend your time with time of wasting? You have to make that decision. I looked at a Donald Trump and I wrote about him in just about all my books over the years, how he, built his business, how he built his brand, if nothing else, whether you agree whether he, he built a business that was given to him or not, that's all that argument. But you can, you can not deny, I don't care who you are, that he built a brand. You know his name, okay? And he built his brand so well enough to be elected to the presidency. Now, we can debate whether he was a good president or a bad president, that's debatable. But I can uh, say without any, question even some of the things I definitely didn't like that he did. But they, he did build a brand. There's something to learn from, from everybody. And I learned something from everybody. So 
I think you're right that we got to make the most of our time if we want to create a impactful, insightful life. So what are some of the things a person can do literally in one minute, Willie, to change their life? The minute you make a decision and and move in the direct in the new direction, you change your life. The minute. Now, people say, can you really change your life in a minute? Absolutely. The minute you make the decision and move in a new direction is the minute you change your life. Here's the problem. Most people will not decide. And for those who decide, most people won't take action on that decision. Two little birds sitting on the telephone wire. One of them decides to fly away. How many little birds you got left? Two. Because until you act on your decision, nothing really happens. So it's a two-part process. In that minute, you must, one, make a decision, and two, move in the direction of that decision. What's stopping people? Is it a fear of success, a fear of failure? Is it something else? What are a number of things that stop people? Fear is one of them. And fear can be broken into a lot of different categories. Fear, success, failure, failure, fear, rejection. There's uh, a number, but fear, just overwhelming. Second is a lack of continuous motivation. It's a lack of continuous motivation. Zig Ziglar, the great iconic motivational speaker, I call him the Dean of Motivation, who I am honored that when he died, I was blessed to get the call to replace him on the Get Motivated Tour. For, for 20 years, it was Zig, Les, and General Colin Powell, and a few US presidents, ex-former presidents, who were the speakers on this tour. And when Zig died, I'm grateful I got to call to replace him. But Zig used to say that if you're not achieving, it's for just uh, one of a few reasons. One, you're sick. Two, you're mentally deranged. Three, you're not motivated. It's one of those reasons. Okay, so if you're not sick, if you're not mentally incapable, then it's about your motivation and your level of motivation that will impact your achievement. And so that's why people like you are putting on the motivation show. People like me who make my living speaking to people and motivating them globally are in demand because we are constantly trying to improve those thinking processes. If you're sick, I'm trying to help you get better. And like you said, we talked about offline, my friend Les Brown, he has been in a battle with cancer or numerous battles with cancer for the last 25 years. He beat cancer and he said he beat it so bad it needed a rematch, he came <laughs> back, <laughs> he beat it again and now he's fighting it again. But you, as you so aptly and so wisely said offline, it was because of his mind. Bernie Siegel, Siegel also talked about the power of your mind. It's called psychological nutrition for your, for your, your neurosystem that your psycho, neuropsychoimmunology uh, is what will use your neurons and your psychology to give you immunology against illness. That you'll tell illness, you, can't, you got no place here. You got no place here, you got to go. So we wanna first help people get well if they're sick. If they're deranged, if they're mentally ill, maybe there's some medication that they could be on. And then motivation. 
I give them motivation every which way. I have a, I have signs and placards and notes all over my office to remind me of my mission statement. My mission statement, Eli, is to inspire and motivate a generation to maximize their God-given abilities any and every way I can. Love it. All right. And that's what I try to do, whether it's via uh, technologies, via computer, whether it's live, whether it's on the phone, whether it's via radio, whether it's via television, whether it's via tweet, whether it's via Instagram. I'm using every model, method I can and modality I can think of to, to hit that mission statement. Now, Willie, there's a lot of people listening who are saying to themselves, you know, that's easy for Willie to say, handsome guy. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, great, great I, I, money's, in the, money's in the bank. I mean, I'm in the, in the mail. I'm sending it to you. All right, go ahead. Great, great speaker. You know, he's got a lot of energy. You know, he's got all these advantages. Uh, and they're saying to themselves, well, look the way I grew up. Uh, you know, I didn't have the same advantages. You know, I'm, I'm shy. I'm this, I'm that. Uh, I'm too tall. I'm too skinny. I'm too fat. Uh, they, they have every reason in the book why they can't succeed. How do you yeah. speak to that? I tell them, one, that I am you. One, I'm from the inner city. My dad died when I was 12 years old. My mom struggled to raise my brother and I to put us through school on a school teacher's salary. I did not excel in high school. I was... The, I, I like to tell people I was the half of the class that made the top half possible, okay? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, went to college, was well, well, well unprepared, not capable, but I fought hard. I got through college and went on to grad school. I took five years to do a two-year program because I was not committed. I was came out of graduate school broke a nightclub singer i became a nightclub singer i did that for seven years i got fired from my nightclub job because the club owner said we love you but it's cheaper to have a karaoke machine than to have a live band i was broke busted disgusted with a wife two children what am i going to do now and I was at the lowest ebb, but a friend of mine gave me a motivational tape and a motivational book, and it changed my life. The book was Think and Grow Rich, Ooh. and the audio tape was The Strangest Secret Ooh, by Earl Nightingale. Earl Nightingale, my, one of my favorites, Acres and of Diamonds. <laughs> that's right. And those two products or those two tools helped me to change my thinking. I started reading more books. I started going to seminars. I started listening to audios in my car and I made a decision. What I say is the minute you make a decision and I moved in the direction of that decision, started giving my full attention to motivating people. So I've been where you are, whoever you may be who says, yeah, I don't have, I'm on from the wrong side of the fence. I'm not, I'm not an energetic. I'm not that pretty. I'm not that handsome. I'm not that uh, uh, enthusiastic. I, I'm short. I'm tall. I'm heavy. I'm slim. Whatever it is, I've been there. And I want you to know that the minute, the moment you make a decision 
and move in the direction of that decision, you will change your life. I don't care who you are. It's worked for me and I've seen people globally who've read my books, who've come up to me, who've sent me notes said, you're right. I was, I, I had one guy, he was uh, in his real estate office. He was number 59 out of 59 agents. He was on the verge of being fired. They brought him and the rest of the agents to the Sydney Australia Convention Center where I was doing a program with Dr. Stephen Covey. And he bought, he said he took the last little bit of money he had and bought my box of materials. And one of his friends said, are you gonna spend your last money on that stuff? You think it's worth it? And this man was wise enough to say, I don't know if it's worth it, but I'm worth it. I'm worth investing in myself. He bought that material and he stayed in touch with me. And today he's the number one real estate broker, not just in that office, in the continent of Australia. Wow, and great so, story. So what I say to people is this, that you don't have to be the brightest bulb in the pack. I can prove that. You don't have to be uh, a focused, detailed, meticulous. I'm not. I'm, I already told you I'm ADD. You don't have to be the the smartest guy in the class, I was not. But once I made the decision to move in a new direction and I was willing to invest in my thinking. If you were in my office, you see books behind me. There are books on the other side here. There are books over here. There are books over there. There are books in every part of my life and in my home because those books changed my life. And I've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars in those books and I have not ever regretted spending one penny. There are people that tell me all the time, Will, you know, I've, I've uh, gone to this seminar, I've read this book, I got motivated for the moment, uh, it, it wears off, it, it doesn't work. How do you speak to somebody who says it doesn't work? You know? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I'll say, uh, not true, because <laughs> it worked for me. It worked for you, Eli. It worked, if it, it obviously works because many people have worked it and it worked for them. Now, why doesn't it work for you who say it doesn't work? Well, let me tell you why. Because motivation is like bathing. It wears off. So you must have continuous motivation. Amen. You can't do it, you can't do it once, you know, and say, okay, this is all it's gonna take and I'm gonna be changed. I read every day. I listen to something every day. I, I even listen to my, uh, myself every day. I have, as I said, I'm on radio, uh, on syndicated radio. Every morning, uh, I, I have a one minute motivational message that's broadcast across America on the Radio One Network. But we also have it in a video form that's on IG, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. I listen to my message every day. It's me talking. I recorded it, but it, it inspires me because I need daily motivation. I read something positive every day. So here's what I want to say to you. Let's do a test. Okay, whoever has that question, if you're willing to try this test, do it and then email me and let me know, did you see a change or not? I, and I'll give you even another step. If it works, you let me know, I'm gonna send you a little gift. 
If it don't work, let me know. And I will send you a little gift. Either way, I'm going to send you a gift. Now, go to winwithwilly.com. Winwithwilly, W-I-L-L-I-E.com. You'll sign up for my newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter. I will send you free a one-minute video every day. After 30 days, you mark it on your calendar and say, after 30 days, am I doing better? Am I thinking better? Am I feeling better? If no, you send me an email at info at willyjolly.com. Info at willyjolly.com. And you say, I, I was listening to Eli Marcus' show. I heard your, your message. I tried it for 30 days. I don't feel any different. I said, okay, I'll send you something. That will help you, bless you, be an encouragement to you. Now, let's say you do it for 30 days and you're off to the races. You're making more money. You've increased your income. You're feeling better. You're more active. Then let me know. I'll send you a different gift. So we'll get you going one way or the other, okay? And let's see what happens. Try it. What you got to lose? <laughs> what you got to lose? I said, that's what I said. What you got to lose? <laughs> you know, and I, I guess it's like Willie, somebody saying that they're thirsty and they haven't drank for three days. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's and here's the, one, here's the one that gets me. People who are dying of thirst while standing in the middle of a river. Yeah, mm. right. All right. That's the ones that get me. And there are a lot of people who are dying of thirst while standing in an ocean of fresh water. So it's, it's like Earl, Earl Nightingale's, you know, a classic, you know, Acres of Diamonds, where the diamonds yeah. were all around you, you just didn't see it. That's right. <laughs> and you went That's elsewhere right. to find the diamonds. And it was it was in your uh, property all along, you just didn't see it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we're trying to do is encourage people that yes, you can turn this around. I know for, for a fact, you can do it. Eli's an example. The people he interviews are an example. I believe you just had Mark Victor Hansen uh, is one of my dear yes. friend. Well, chicken two for the soul. Uh, Mark Victor Hansen went bankrupt. He was bankrupt, but he now is one of the wealthiest men in America because of chicken soup for the soul and the whole franchise, but he didn't give up. He kept trying. So he, he talked about Bucky Buckmeister Fuller and how Buckmeister encouraged him. And he said, Bucky Fuller changed his life. And so, you know, I, I, I want to be that person one day, maybe one of you who was who was on the last leg, who was down in the dumps, who said, that Willie Jolly, I heard him on Eli Marcus podcast, and he changed my life. Then, you, then I've done what I was supposed to do. That's why I'm here. And I've done what I was assigned to do, as I tell people. I'm, I'm a, everybody's given an assignment. Everybody's given a mantle. I call it a mantle. Which they're supposed to do something with their lives. Yeah, so Willie, you know, I had the uh, fortune of uh, flying down to Plano, Texas, to see, of course, the incomparable Jim Rohn, who is wow. Robin's yes, mentor, yes, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I invested. You know, I, I took a plane, paid for it. I went to a hotel room, paid for that, paid for my food uh, and everything else. Uh, so, you know, it was over $1,000. So, you know, you want something in life, you go for it, right? Yes. And yes. so, you know, one of the things uh, that strikes me, you know, is that people are constantly, like I said, coming to me and telling me the motivation's wearing off. I look at it as well. You know, if you haven't drank for three days, of course you're going to be thirsty. If you haven't had the motivation for three days, of course you're going to be thirsty. So you have a choice. You know, you can either, you know, invest like you and I have done or not. Now, what's interesting is uh, I invested in a book and it was called 
The setback is a setup for a comeback. You recognize that book? I've heard that name. I've heard that book somewhere. Somebody <laughs> and, says it's pretty good. Yeah. And, and you know, there's a great, uh, actually, uh, subtitle, you know, turn your moments of doubt and fear into times of triumph. And what's interesting is people fall and they get down to the canvas and they don't get up. It stings. Yeah. It, it, it's painful. The doubts there, the fear, they say, I'm not good enough. Tell us about that. Tell us how to turn that around. Well, I, I'm grateful for that. I wrote a book called A Setback as a Setup for a Comeback that's going on to be a global bestseller. And I tell people often, Eli, that book didn't come from me. It came through me because I, I believe that that was a God-inspired book. And I'm so grateful for the fact that I was given the opportunity, the honor of bringing it to the world. That book has just changed so many people's lives because it has encouraged people who have had a setback, who are on their last rung in the ladder. They're down at the bottom. They're ready to give up. And it encourages them. And it also encourages them to hear stories of others who might have had a setback who they know of, like Lee Iacocca, John Travolta, Les Brown, Vanessa Williams, Miss, former Miss America, who all had these well-known media blown up setbacks and turned them into comebacks. But then there's stories of them. They say, well, they're famous, okay? They, they're not like me. But then there's stories of them who are people like them, like the young man I interviewed who had a small business had two children, had a setback, went bankrupt, lost his house, lost his business. But he came back and, and built a company called Daymark. He, he, he partnered with a guy named Dave and he and Dave created Daymark, which became one of the biggest merchandising companies in the country, $240 million a year company. Well, how about the ninth grade math teacher? I interviewed Mrs. Doris DeBoe who was told when she went for her doctor's appointment that she had terminal breast cancer. She had six months to live. She said, I can't die now. I got too many children to teach. They said, sorry, you got six months. She sat there for a few more minutes, gathered her thoughts, stood up, looked the doctors in the eye and said, I just made up my mind. I'm not going to die. I'm going to live for at least 25 more years. They said, ma'am, the tests are conclusive. You got six months. They sent her home to die. But that lady lived for 30 more years. And when I interviewed her, she said, tell the people in your book, that doctors can give you the diagnosis, but God gives you the prognosis. Mm -hmm. And she turned that setback into a comeback. Or how about the lady going up the corporate ladder, trying to get up to the top of the corporate ladder, fighting the battles, fighting the struggles, got thought of going up the corporate ladder and they fired her. They told her she was too old. They didn't need her anymore. But she came back and bought the company. One story after another of people who had setbacks. Uh, I, I, my, my story is just the first two or three pages where I talk about being a nightclub singer, getting fired and replaced by a karaoke machine and going on to start giving speeches and going on to getting a, a book deal and start going on to do radio and television and going on to be named one of the top five speakers in the world and then going on to be inducted in Speaker Hall of Fame and then going on to be named a legend of the speaking industry. All because I had a setback but I refuse to let that setback be the end of my story. And so I'm saying to all of you who are listening to this podcast that once you make that decision 
and you take action and you work on yourself. Now that's a critical part that Eli, you just heard Eli talk about how he invested in himself. He spent money to go to Plano, Texas to sit under the tutelarship of Jim Rohn. I spent money. I went to uh, a, a mentor who I spent money I didn't have. Oh, I went to the National Speakers Association, or I bought books, or I went to seminars, or I got videos and played them in my office until my thinking changed. That the only one that's stopping us ultimately is us. Will there be ad, uh, obstacles? Yes. Will there be difficulty? Yes. Will there be tough times? Yes. But the only one that ultimately stops you in your quest for success is you. And so once you make up your mind that I'm going to be like Willie Jolly, I'm going to be like Eli Marcus, I'm going to be like that lady who got fired and came back and built the company. I'm going to be like Mrs. Doris DeVoe. I don't care what diagnosis they gave me. I'm going to live and I'm going to live long and I'm going to live good. I'm going to be like this person, that person. You get that book. A setback is a set up for a comeback. You read that book. You invest in yourself. You work on yourself and your life will change. I am confident that it will change. You can do this. You can do this. If I can do it, Lord knows if I can do it. This guy who was the half of the class who made the top half possible in high school, who struggled through high, high college, I can do it. I know you can do it. I know you can. You just need to be encouraged. And let's see, that's what people need right now more than ever, Eli. And I love the fact you got this motivation show uh, is the fact that you are encouraging people through, and you've been doing it for years, man. I mean, I don't know if people know your history, how you created so many programs and you brought me in to speak. I mean, 20, 22 over. years ago at the yeah, seminar yeah, center, you, Les yeah. Brown. <laughs> Mark I Victor mean, Hansen. you did it, man. You did it. And so I want to encourage people to listen to Eli's podcast listen to my podcast where i, I interview folks every week uh join and the name my, of it is is the willie jolly the willie jolly wealthy ways podcast the willie jolly wealthy ways podcast i only talk about helping people become wealthy healthy and wise and that's all i focus on and then go to that winwithwillie.com and sign up for my newsletter listen to my song there and uh, sign up for my newsletter and i'll send you free a daily one minute message and then if you will go to that same winwithwilly.com, there's a box there where you can order my books. You can get a setback set up for a comeback. You can get it digitally or in a physical form. And if you get a physical, I'll sign it and we'll send it to you. But get these resources, invest in yourself, do the things that the winners do and you will win more. I can guarantee it. Is there ever a time, Willie, where somebody should throw in the towel and just say, you know something, uh, I'm not good enough? That's a great question. Is there ever a time when somebody should throw in the towel and give up, say, I'm not good enough? Is there ever a time? The answer is no! <laughs> <laughs> There we go. That's exactly, <laughs> no, that's no, exactly right. No, there's never a time. As long <laughs> as you got breath in your lungs and you're still here. You know, I love the story about the man who was a pig farmer in Maryland. A pig farmer. And he fell off oh, oh, his barn. He was trying to fix the roof of his barn or something. He fell off and fractured his vertebrae and he became a quadriplegic. 
and he could not move his body from his neck down. In his bed, his family said, what are we going to do now, dad? He said, well, my legs don't work. My hands don't work. But my brain still works. We got mm. pigs out there. Mm. We're going we're gonna to create a, a company. Y'all will do the work. I'll do the thinking. And they created a company called Parks Home Sausage. Oh, yes. Uh, and that is how Parks Sausage got started. Mr. Parks thought it up and created a brand that became multimillionaires for everybody in his family. His brain still works. As long as your brain is working, as long as you are still breathing and you can think, you can win. Wow, I love that because, uh, you know, uh, you think about like a Stephen Hawking, right? Paraplegic. Right. And uh, think of that brain, right? Think of what he That's was right. able to do. Uh, talk about a person who could use excuses if there's anybody, uh, and he chose not to use that excuse. Absolutely. So, Willie, can we end this with a, a Willie rhyme? Uh, do you have another one? <laughs> I do. I have another one that will inspire you. I want to, get, again, encourage people to go to winwithwillie.com. See the free video of me singing, we'll get through this. It will inspire you, I promise you. Then sign up for my newsletter and say, I want those free one minute videos. They will be sent to you absolutely free that will empower you. And then go to that uh, lower down in that page, look at some of the websites there, but also look at the product program or product place. Buy the either the Willie Jolly Wow Box, I recommend that, or get the bag, or just get one of or two of the individual books. But I recommend the box. That's everything. The great big box we sent to you. And you can get them all now, everything digitally, so it can get delivered to you through your email. Uh, but get some of those things, and you will start to grow your success. And I will, as Zig used to say, see you at the top. I'll close with this little thought from my book, It Only Takes a Minute to Change Your Life. Follow your dream wherever it leads. Don't be distracted by less worthy needs. Shelter it, nourish it, help it to grow. Hold your dream deep, down deep where dreams grow. Follow your dream, pursue it with haste. Life is too precious, too fleeting to waste. Be faithful, be loyal in all the day through. The dream that you follow in time it will keep coming true. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Your best is yet to come. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard from the great Willie Jolly, Willie J himself. Thank you so much for being a guest on our program today. Eli, it's a joy to connect with you again. Keep doing the great work you've been doing, my friend. I'm grateful to have you as one of my network buddies. Take that 30-day challenge. You'll be better off for it. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. We love our listeners, and we believe you have greatness within you. If you like The Motivation Show, we appreciate you subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. Check out EliMarcusSuccess.com to hear more inspiring shows and to read our motivational blog. That's EliMarcusSuccess.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.